Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome in to another episode of Real Sports Talk by Naraj. Hope everybody's doing well. Whoever has been listening of late, thank you. Uh, it's been an interesting stretch last couple of weeks. Uh, Try to find some things to talk about. Be honest, it's been a little bit tough here and there. There's a lot of stuff obviously going around. Um, but uh, I'm going to hopefully pick it up a little bit more, especially with the NFL coming back around a little bit in the off season. Obviously, other more storylines will be on its way as well. Uh, but in today's uh, episode, I'm going to talk um, about NFL free agency and talk about um, some of the positions, some of the free agents by by position that I'm. You know, I, I see you know things happening. I'm gonna make some predictions on some free agents who I who I think will go someplace, which will be the best fit. What may happen, and I'll get into some other of the notable positions on the football field, along with you know other things as well this week. So I want to kind of preview the running back, uh, the running backs um, in free agency this year. And there's, you know, quite a few running backs that obviously are going to get a certain, you know, value, market value, contract. Um, And here's the thing. Running backs uh, throughout NFL history, they've had their moments in terms of, you know, having the impact in games and breaking rushing records and eclipsing each other and... You know, it's all about just being able to help your quarterback um, in the best way possible, you know, on the field and the receiving game. It's really uh, has grown. Running back position in the NFL has grown. You know, it's not simply all about the quarterback handling the handing the ball off to the running back. Uh, you know, that running back obviously has to make moves. They have to attack the lanes that the offensive line creates, be able to rush, um, you know, well enough for their team when they give them the ball. Ball security comes into play. The running back, you know, they've got to be able to take those hits, bounce them off, keep going, um, you know, and a lot of short yardage situations um, have been crucial for running backs, obviously, that's what they're, you know, brought to do, and like I said they've had their moments over the years. They really have done tremendous. Um, and you see what Derrick Henry has been doing um, as of late throughout his career. I mean, running backs still are very valuable to the NFL. The only thing that's kind of changed about the running back for, uh, and the view is that the problem with running backs, and it's not like a real problem, but like one of the main sticking points for a running back is that after eight to nine or ten seasons, you know, that running back's performance will obviously kind of kind of go down, won't be the same. And then teams start drafting younger players to replace them at that position. And so there have been a few running backs throughout NFL history who have been able to overcome those things, like Frank Gore, Adrian Peterson, um, and others as well. You know, Mendenhall and... You know, there's a long list of running backs that were able to really just get into the NFL, play eight, nine seasons, ten seasons or so. Others have been 
been able to, uh, like I said, last the game longer. Peterson and Gore are like two of the ones that, when it comes when it comes down to it, those two will be like definitely like talked about um, a lot. Definitely talked about a lot in terms of uh, what they did for the game and how they really like set the stage for running backs in terms of like their, you know, how they have come into the league with you know certain attributes and qualities, and those two definitely will be like on a roster hopefully this season hopefully to finish out their careers on a strong note so some of the running backs in this year's free agents class are very very interesting now it's likely that these running backs that I'm talking about are going to probably get one last kind of payday before they hit the age of 30 31 where then teams start to like not get their running back any more money and so or not not the best value and like I said the position of the running back has become such that like you can replace a running back with a you know a cheaper contract and all those things. Some teams will keep the running back for for a long time, want to use that running back, but it's all about allocating resources to other positions on the field. And the NFL works a certain way. Like I said, the quarterback is the most important position because everything runs with the quarterback doing all those things, calling plays and all that. Then everything kind of trickles down to the next level, you know, wide receivers, tight ends, then running backs, something along those lines is where it is right now. So, uh, you know, this year's running back uh, free agency class is quite long, and I'm only going to name like a certain amount of running backs that I think are worth talking about and will have new NFL homes next season or will be in the current situation. Um, but it could get interesting depending on how things go. And so the first running back that I believe um, is the top running back in this year's frequency class is Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he's only 26. He's had over 3,000 rushing yards and 30 touchdowns the last two seasons. Um, he's been on a tear, uh, to be honest. He's been so instrumental in that Packers running game and receiving game um, over the last couple of years and Jones only got better and better as a running back coming into the league I think was a fifth round draft pick um, and he's been so valuable in a lot of situations um, and he deserves to get paid he deserves to get paid after having uh, a big time year uh, Packers wouldn't be the team they were in terms of their record the last two years without Aaron Jones being responsible. Now Aaron Rodgers obviously, you know, has his thing in that, but Aaron Jones was really good and accounting for a lot of the Packers offense. And you know, for Aaron Jones, he's probably looking to get paid. And like I said, the Packers are at a point now with Aaron Rodgers where you know, it's all about winning now for the Packers and making moves to win now. So the like, you know, the most likely outcome of Aaron Jones is that he will probably be franchise tagged by the Green Bay Packers um, because they need they need him. Um, they want to keep Aaron Rodgers happy this year, and so it's a good chance that he may get tagged. Although. For a running back to get tagged, I mean, I don't know, I haven't really seen it a whole lot 
um, over the years, but it could end up happening because, you know, they don't want to obviously risk losing him. Now, having said that, the Packers do have, you know, the other running back there in A.J. Dillon and another running back. So they have, they do have an opportunity to obviously reload that position with a younger back if they choose to go that way. Um, but, you know, the Packers, like I said, they have a lot of needs to address. I mean, their defense is something that has to be addressed. Um, wide receiving has to be addressed. So, you know, the question is, will they prioritize Aaron Jones? Because he's obviously meant a lot to that franchise. And if he goes, I think you're going to make Aaron Rodgers even more unhappy with the situation that he already is in. Um, because Aaron Jones was a great, you know, he's a, a really good, solid running back who can attack the hole, get those runs. I mean, he showed up, you know, pretty well. He just got hurt in that divisional or that, uh, sorry, in that NFC uh, championship game. Otherwise, he was really doing well. And so, like I said, he could probably, uh, most likely will go to, you know, be franchise tag with the Packers, most likely. But I expect him to, you know, get a lot of offers. He's probably already getting a lot of offers already from a lot of teams. And if I had to go with two teams that I think that he would be a good fit for, I'm going to say the Pittsburgh Steelers are a team that definitely um, need an upgrade at running back position. James Conner is a free agent. He may not be brought back. If Ben is coming back for one more year, you got to be able to surround him with a running game that's much better. The Steelers running game, I think, has le- ranked like in the bottom half of the league the last couple of years, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So if they want to ad- really uh, address that and solve that, bring in Aaron Jones. Uh, you definitely have a capable back of getting you a lot of reps in the backfield, but also in the receiving game. That would be a great fit for him. They could probably give him a two-year deal. Um, only situation, only problem with the Steelers doing this, although would be, is that they would have to restructure Ben's contract, and they obviously would have to address other holes on this team before doing that. But you get Aaron Jones there behind the offensive line. Uh, it's a good chance that he'll give them something really better than James Conner has been able to give them in terms of production on the field. The other thing that comes to the mind for Aaron Jones and free agency, I think that the New York Jets would definitely benefit from having him. Uh, now, the Jets obviously have the most money to spend in the free agency market. They do have a lot of holes to address. And they could probably grab a running back um, in the draft as well if they really wanted to. Um, but, you know, this is a player that would definitely uh, benefit you know, Sam Darnold or whichever quarterback they do choose to get. Um, and, the, you know, that remains to be seen. The biggest thing that Jets it looms over the decision, you know, will Sam Darnold be there or will he not be there? And I made my stance pretty clear on Sam Darnold. I think he's a great talent. We'd love to see him back. But then again, new owner, new, uh, sorry, not new owner, new coach, new, um, you know, a new coach with new ideas. Um, Remains to be seen what they do at the quarterback position, but you got to get your quarterback a capable running back. And yeah, it would be a big drop off for Aaron Jones from going to from a contender to a team that's in the process of contending. 
They bring in Aaron Jones there, he would instantly make that Jets running game much better than it's been the last couple of years. Not saying that Perrine and Montgomery and the backs there didn't do a good job, but I mean, the production that, I mean, Le'Veon Bell was there, wasn't able to do much, to be honest. So, you know, so Aaron Jones coming there, I mean, he could probably be more utilized in a lot of different ways, and he would definitely be a good fit for that offense that definitely wants to run a West Coast style. And so I think he would be a really good fit for the New York Jets if they decide to go that route of getting a running back and, and free agency. Uh, otherwise, they probably would target the draft. Um, and there's a couple of players that they could go with in the draft that I can already see would be a good fit as well. But Aaron Jones in New York would be nice. It would be nice because you need to have a running game. you got to have a back that can get you the, you know, get that offense going. The offense has not been the best of uh, the Jets the last two, three years. He would definitely help in that aspect to, to, to an extent. Now, another top running back in this year's free agency class is Leonard Fournette. Now, Leonard Fournette has had uh, quite a run. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, his start of his career has been so interesting. Um, you know, highly, you know, he's highly talked about as a prospect coming out of uh, LSU. But Jacksonville, he had you know, good numbers, was one of the best backs for a while. Um, and then a lot of things kind of spiraled out of control with that Jacksonville team after the AFC Championship game run they made. And Fournette has obviously been able to bounce back from that and was able to win a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers. Uh, what an unbelievable game he had. And the postseason, uh, he still has definitely a lot left in the tank. He's a really good runner uh, between the tackles, and he's very physical as well. Uh, I think a lot of teams would be interested in him. I mean, the Bucks could probably bring him back, but they have to obviously look at their roster. And uh, you know, Ronald Jones is there. They got another running back there in Vogue, so. The Bucks running back field could be a little bit crowded, and I think Leonard Fournette will obviously be great, a great addition to a team that's looking to contend. I mean, he had 129 yards in the Super Bowl, um, a touchdown. So, I mean, the most likely outcome is that maybe he will end up staying on the Bucks for like a low deal. That could ever really happen because the Bucks do want to keep that team around Tom Brady. Um, for the next NFL season. But looking at Leonard Fournette, I think a really good spot for him would be the Washington football team. Uh, that offense obviously is going to look a little bit different next year. Alex Smith will not be the quarterback next year. He's not going to be brought back. Uh, Tyler Heineke, I'm not sure that's their starting quarterback plan. I mean, I think the Washington football team, they're going to be looking for a quarterback either in the free agency market or the draft. Um, but last year we saw Washington have an exceptional defense. And one of the best ways to keep that defense as good as it was last year is to have an offense that can ball control, 
that can score and control time of possession. And Leonard Fournette behind that Washington football team O-line, they make some reinforcements there. Fournette could be a great addition to that team. Uh, he would provide some veteran leadership. He would definitely make that running back uh, feel much better. They could mix him in with like you, you know short yard situations and things along that line. Now Pittsburgh will also be an ideal fit for him as well, just because of the way that the Steelers want to run the football and get it back. So he would also be a good fit for the Steelers. Um, you know, I think seeing him um, there would be would, would be nice for sure. Um, like I said, the Steelers, the Washington football team, they come to mind um, with Leonard Fournette. Now, there are some other teams that could probably get Leonard Fournette. Uh, you know, the Chargers could probably go for Leonard Fournette. You know, Atlanta Falcons could go that route. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of teams that kind of come to mind, but Washington definitely needs a running back. And I think Fournette, seeing how that team performed last year with a quarterback, that defense, I mean, maybe he'll be willing to go there and get a chance to get more of the opportunity to start and, and play because a lot of his snaps were shared with Ronald Jones this year. And if Fournette wants to be the lead back, then I think Washington would be an excellent spot uh, for him. Um, it comes down to just his health and his durability, um, you know, being there. Now, another running back that uh, I didn't really think I was going to talk about too much um, was Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley is a free agent. Um, And look, Todd Gurley obviously was one of the best backs in football with the Rams for a while until that Super Bowl run. Um, and since then, he's had a tough time being able to, like, get back to the level that he used to play at with the injuries and just, you know, he has ups and downs. Um, and with Atlanta this past year, he was obviously, you know, uh, you know, with the home team, a home where he grew up. I mean, I thought he would do really well with Atlanta, but Atlanta had a lot of problems this year from this defense to offense. And Gurley definitely... Uh, suffered in that stretch he wasn't able to put forth I mean that grave of numbers I mean he just he did have nine touchdowns um but you know only 678 yards rushing um I think he would want to stay with the Atlanta Falcons and it's likely that he will stay with the Atlanta Falcons um but I think that you know the Atlanta Falcons are a team that really has a lot of things to kind of figure out offensively and I really don't know if Todd Gurley is going to be the best fit for that team uh, the best fit on Atlanta Um, I think he's better off going to a team that could use him in a variety of ways and I think the teams that come to my mind are the Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens the Buffalo Bills obviously are a team that came on strong last year they really uh, made a run at it you know they were able to win some playoff games Josh Allen got better and better that defense showed up and played well until the 
until the you know until they met met the Chiefs again. But this Bills defense is real. Their offense really took a leap this year. Uh, and the one aspect of the Bills that I kept talking about last year was their running game. And their running game was just not good enough. Um, and like I said, the running if the running game was better in some situations, they might have been able to win um, those games or win that AFC Country game if they had a better running game. But all season long, it was all about Josh Allen improving as a passer. But the running game just was non-existent or wasn't as great as it should have been. Now, I'm not saying that Singletary and Moss won't turn it around next year, but you add Todd Gurley to that backfield, Todd Gurley is going to give you something. And that Bills O-line is pretty good, so maybe Todd Gurley will have success being able to run the ball well behind that Bills O-line, that offense, working with Josh Allen. would be a great fit for him, to be honest. Uh, he could definitely rejuvenate his career with the Buffalo Bills if they, get, if they utilize him the way that he was utilized in LA and then another team that comes to mind is the Baltimore Ravens Lamar Jackson has been the leading rusher for the Baltimore Ravens last two three years they've obviously have tried to run the ball a lot at times um, JK Dobbins is a nice running back I'm not saying that you know Todd Gurley should get snaps over over him but you know, Gurley working with Lamar Jackson in the backfield be tremendous to see that happen. Um, you know, it obviously comes down to how Baltimore decides to approach their their needs this year because we know that Baltimore also needs to address the wide receiver position, and so they might get more. They might prioritize the wide receiving position a lot more than the running back situation, but. I think they could get Todd Gurley at a relatively low value. Um, And him in that offense, he could obviously help Lamar Jackson a lot in terms of protection and running. You know, Lamar Jackson, we know that he can do great things. And he's obviously had a tough stretch. Uh, In terms of postseason success, he's only 1-3. He hasn't been able to, like do all the things that you expect him to do. I mean, he's a great passer at times, but the problem with Lamar Jackson is that he can always be the leading rusher on this team. He can do it well in the regular season, but when it comes to the postseason time, you need another running. You need something to change, and I feel like the Ravens need to add some, you know, you know, offensive firepower to this team. And Todd Gurley, I mean, you know, he may not be what he was, you know, what he used to be, but he could definitely help Lamar Jackson in the running game take the pressure off Lamar Jackson in the running game um, because you know that Lamar Jackson is the kind of quarterback that, kind of quarterback that Lamar Jackson is he could get hit a lot and you don't want your running back or, um, you don't want your quarterback to get uh, you know banged up too much and I think that's what really happened in that playoff game against the Buffalo Bills last year was getting to getting hit making some rash decisions you gotta take the pressure off Lamar Jackson improve the wide receiving core and definitely make a small modification to that running back group um, because I think Jackson will definitely benefit from that uh, because he will be getting paid um, soon uh, you know with his contract and so they got to make sure that they are able to give him the proper resources around him to be successful. The next running back is Chris Carson. Uh, Chris Carson is 26. 
and I've been the Seattle Seahawks for quite some time now. Has really been one of the you know most solid running backs when we're healthy in terms of production. I mean, he did have like a good year in 2019 with like I think over a thousand yards receiving, nine touchdowns. Uh, Chris Carson, the biggest issue with him is his durability uh, because you know he has injuries the last couple of years and it really slowed him down to a certain extent. But Seattle's going through a lot of changes right now. Obviously, like that defense is going to be different next year. Um, Russell Wilson, obviously, the situation with him and the Seattle front office is really interesting at best. Obviously, new coach in place. I mean, a new offensive coordinator in place. Uh, this team is loaded with some talent. Um, I mean, there's a wide receiving position. Uh, but Seattle may invest in the O-line a lot more this year than they have in the years past. Um, so Chris Carson, I mean, he may not be brought back by the Seattle Seahawks if they really go out and spend on the O-line. He probably will be back on Seattle only because of Russell Wilson and probably having like some of the pieces you know around him that can do well. But I think that you know Chris Carson, um, you know, he's got to be able to obviously show that consistency and be healthy. And I think that Seattle's probably going to go in a different direction with running back this year. They do have some running backs on their roster. And so, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting decision for Seattle. I think that, personally, that Chris Carson should go to the L.A. Chargers um, and Justin Herbert. Even though the Chargers have paid Austin Eckler um, some good money to be their running back. We saw this year when he was injured and he was out, that, um, that running game just was non-existent. And... Look, Herbert is obviously going to need the best support that he can get in terms of the running. Any quarterback needs a good running game and a good old line. And Chris Carson being there in L.A. with you know new head coach um, Brandon Staley and their O.C. change. I mean, I think Herbert and Carson working together would be great. Carson would get a fresh start, be able to play in a division that is definitely more competitive. Um, but he will definitely help Herbert's growth as a quarterback. Um, he will also, also make them better in running situations. Because like I said, I didn't really see a whole lot from the Chargers running game last year um, that was good enough. And they want a challenge in the AFC West uh, with Kansas City. Uh, not only do they have to have good offense, but they have to have good clock management and good uh, time possession. And I think that a lot of times last year, Herbert was obviously uh, asked to do a lot of things, and he has a great arm talent and upside. Um, but you gotta get a running back in there, along with Eckler, um, that can really provide that one-two punch that you need at a running back position sometimes. And I think that he would benefit from from that change. I mean, he's also probably a good fit, um, you know, for a team like the Oakland Raiders, maybe. I mean, Josh Jacobs is the future there in Oakland, but it wouldn't hurt to have another running back with him and Derek Carr, potentially. 
that's another really good fit for Chris Carson. Um, and I mean, there's some other teams that come to my mind. And I'm not sure they're gonna go on this route. Um, but you know, you look at a team like Jacksonville. That's also a good fit, maybe because you play with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, potentially Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he would obviously get to play, in a, but he'll play in a division, obviously, that's not, you know, not that strong. But, you know, Jacksonville would be an interesting fit for him. Um, and I would say that if you really want to make it interesting, uh, I think Chris Carson could be a good fit for Arizona. Arizona obviously has Kenny and Drake there, but with Drake, you don't really know if they're going to be able to, like, bring him back. I think they probably will. He's probably, he probably is signed, probably, for for a contract. But, you know, Arizona definitely has an exciting offense. You know, they just added J.J. Watt there. So, maybe Carson could view Arizona as a team that he could get, you know, healthy and get a fair share of reps and still be solid playing with Kyler Murray. I mean, that would be really interesting to see if that happens. So, uh, definitely sounds like something that uh, you know, Chris Carson is going to have to probably consider um, as he's, you know, entering the free agency market here. Um, I think that would also be a really interesting move if he went to Arizona, you know, to, to a division rival. Now, another running back that is interesting, a name to watch, is Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell obviously sat out the year uh, to get what he wanted. You know, and went to the Jets. Didn't really work out so well. Um, and he went to Kansas City and wasn't able to be healthy enough and be able to play. I didn't think he would. You know, I thought he'd have more of an impact in Kansas City, uh, but that didn't go through as well as it should have gone through. So, I think for Le'Veon Bell, he obviously still has a lot to prove as a running back. And you know, I think that he would be a good fit for the Packers if Aaron Jones leaves. Um, you know, I think that Le'Veon Bell should consider Green Bay, uh, Buffalo maybe to a certain extent, Chicago could be an option for him as well, um, but Le'Veon Bell just needs a contract, like a one year, two years to prove himself. I think that he's obviously gone through a lot and, you know, he's going to have to find a way to like get consistent and back to playing the kind of football that he played before. Um, and I just want to see a few teams that would be able to, like, do that. Kansas City could bring him back and try to feature him more next year. But, you know, I think that depending on what happens with uh, Aaron Jones, Green Bay should definitely consider him. Uh, Baltimore could be interested in him as well. I think uh, Tennessee, uh, Indianapolis are two spots that are worth considering. I mean, Derrick Henry is going to be great, no doubt, but you want to have another capable running back behind him as well. Colts, you know, you have your rookie in Taylor, um, but Bell being there with Carson Wentz, that would be also a very unique fit. So uh, he's definitely a name to watch out for in free agency. And I'll end with this. I think that Adrian Peterson and Frank Gore, uh, two of the best running backs in history, 
both guys obviously are tremendous being able to play at this age. I wish both of them could win a ring, but it's not as easy as it seems. I think for Adrian Peterson, to be honest, he's, you know... I, I mean, I really hope Adrian Peterson goes to the Rams, to be honest. <laughs> the reason why I say that is because, I mean, he's been everywhere else, and if he wants to contend for a Super Bowl, go to the LA Rams. Sean McVay is all in on Stafford and Akers and... The Rams would definitely benefit from having him there as sort of a leadership point of view with Aaron Donald and those guys. I think Peterson would be great for that running back. He definitely could help Cam Akers develop along. For Frank Gore, I mean, he wants to retire with the 49ers. Um, that would be the perfect place in his career because that's where he started his you know, NFL journey with. So I hope Frank Gore is able to go to the 49ers because that's what he wants, but... If he doesn't go there, I mean, he could definitely go to the Oakland Raiders, or sorry, Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, potentially. Um, you know, they obviously could use his services really well. Um, and, you know, Kansas City is also an interesting spot if he wants that role, but there's a lot of running backs there. There's not really a whole lot for Frank Gore out there, but if he's able to play with a contending team, that'd be great, you know. I think the 49ers are the most likeliest destination if nothing else happens for him. Um, but he wouldn't be a bad fit in Denver or, you know, with the Raiders. I think there are two spots that could maybe, like, you know, be interesting enough for him. Uh, but no matter what Frank Gore does, he is such a great person. And whenever he does call it a career, uh, Frank Gore, remember, as one of those, you know, hardworking, great running backs who showed up and played in any kind of condition that you wanted to play in. Uh, and I think he'll be re- be remembered um, with the rest of the top running backs in NFL history when it's all said and done.